Good morning and welcome to WSAU Feedback. I'm Meg Ellis and thanks for joining me. Yep, I'm back in black. Actually, <laughs> I'm wearing a black, kind of a, a camel black hoodie today. So yeah, I am. But I'm back. Thanks for uh, joining me this morning on Feedback. First uh, half was our guest, State Senator Pat Teston. If you missed it, you can go out to WSAU.com for that conversation it will be out there shortly after the program concludes if you'd like to join the conversation this morning i would love to have you do so have a couple of things to uh, discuss and then we'll open up the phone lines first of all i presume you've seen what governor gavin gruesome has uh, or, or i don't know gavin ghoul whatever he's now s- stating that any companies that uh are uh, opposed to abortion he's he's going to penalize or essentially uh remove their their i guess remove the welcome mat from in california you know honestly is there anything good about california anymore i mean it's it's a beautiful state but so what so's florida so's texas it's it's amazing to me that uh, those in california would continue to vote for that would continue to want to be under an oppressive government like that of Gavin Newsom, uh, Nancy Pelosi, uh, Diane Feinstein. Hey, did you hear about Diane Feinstein? She's got shingles, and um, hmm, gee, I wonder if she had the poison COVID shot. And no, I do not wish ill on anyone that has succumbed or who has. Uh, rolled over and accepted the poison COVID shot, particularly those who were required to do so by their employer. But it's a tragedy. It's a tragedy because no one, it, it appears to me, is ever going to be held accountable for what uh, has happened to the hundreds of thousands of American citizens and beyond worlds, uh, p- throughout the world that have been harmed, that have been injured, that have been permanently disabled, or worse yet, have been killed by the poison COVID shot. A couple other things, you know, and and I, I mean, maybe, just maybe, enough information will eventually, you know, I don't know, trickle out. How much have you seen? How much have I talked about the shamdemic and the poison COVID shot? Plenty, I'm sure. <laughs> Many of you are like, enough already, Meg. But uh, the, 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 the fraud Fauci story about the cover-up of where the, come on, we all knew it was the Chinese communist government that was, uh, that leaked the, the, the COVID virus to begin with. Come on. And, and you know, you could, you could make all kinds of speculations. Hmm, was the Chinese communist government upset with Trump that he was imposing tariffs on all their products? And subsequently he went along with fraud Fauci and those in our federal government that wanted to manipulate the results of the 2020 presidential election? Uh, I think so. I kind of think so. But will Fraud Fauci be held accountable as he's counting his millions of dollars that he received from Big Pharma for promoting, for, for pushing this propaganda that he did on the American people? Thank God there were many of us that didn't believe it, never fell for it, never, not even once. Did you hear also about the Americans that have been taken hostage while traveling to Mexico? 
Well, first of all, I don't know, man. I just, I, I've been trying to persuade my, this is not going to be a good argument. Hopefully he's not listening. He probably is right now, but I've been trying to persuade my husband to go some somewhere warm for spring break towards the end of March or April. And, uh, and maybe outside of the United States, it's not going to happen after a report like this. So turn off the radio now. I'm just saying this, honey, because I don't want you to hear that. Four United States citizens who crossed into Mexico from Texas uh, were uh, to buy, evidently, to buy medicine that got caught in a shootout that it, that killed at least one Mexican citizen, and uh, now they are. That uh, it was obviously between drug cartels, I presume, and they have been kidnapped at gunpoint. And uh, who knows? Who knows what their uh, their their lot will be as a result of this? But. Gee, I wonder if Joe Biden and his gang are going to do anything to try to get the American citizens back and uh, preserve their lives. I don't know. It doesn't seem as if the Biden administration is particularly concerned about preserving lives. Also, Antifa has broken into a police training facility in Atlanta. You know, I don't know. See, all this talk about going on vacation, I don't I don't know if I want to go to any well, I, I certainly don't want to go to any b- big major city, particularly those that are governed by Democrats, because I don't feel as if I can I can uh, be safe. And in, in, I'm never probably going to go back to Chicago. Didn't make it as far as Minneapolis, which has a horrible c- crime problem as well. When I was in Minnesota over the weekend, thank God, I just went as far as the St. Paul line and then uh, made my way back to Wisconsin. But Antifa, uh, they broke into uh, a police training facility. It's interesting that they had had the uh, I don't know the, the the gall or the the guts to do that in in light of what they might find on the other side. Because my, my guess is that when police are training at a facility, they're likely armed. And my guess is that these Antifa members also were armed and dangerous. Obviously. They uh, were two, only two of the people that were, were charged or have been arrested at this point are from Georgia. The rest of them are from other states, including other countries like France and Canada. You know what? For sure, deport those guys. But my guess is that uh, because they, you know, I'm sure it, it's a, they're going to be defended as, oh, they're, they're just peaceful protesters like the rest of uh, the, the the Black Lives Matter protesters. 715-845-2155 if you'd like to join the conversation. You know, I I don't know. I have to say too and and before I run out of time, I want to uh, I want to express my concerns about this upcoming state Supreme Court election and uh, we did uh, on February 21st. If that had been the deciding election, we would now have a a uh, leftist-dominated uh, state Supreme Court because we lost that that primary by 54%. And, uh, and, and so subsequently, we need to ensure that we make up the number of votes that the Republicans fell short in, this, in, in the primary. Uh, there were m- more Democrats that were voting in it, and that concerns me greatly. And so that's why I say that not only is it imperative that you get out and vote early vote or vote on election day april 4th but you get as many people as possible 
to vote and to understand how critical this upcoming election is. More critical, I would argue, and many would argue, than the uh, the gubernatorial election in 2022. 715-845-2155 if you'd like to join the conversation. First up this morning, good morning and welcome to Feedback. Uh, good morning, Meg. My condolences oh, for the you. loss of your mother. Thank you. um, glad to have you back. Oh, thanks. Missed having you. Okay, a uh, couple points. Just let you know that where I'm going to church, it was brought up in the women's Bible study, but also during church about the election of the Supreme Court justice for running. And, of course, whose name had came up was Dan Kelly that he's the one to vote for. So, Oh, I love yeah, it. So, I mean, this is so what anybody can do, even where you go to church, uh, talk to the people there because usually they, hopefully they're more receptive. But I just want to let you know this has been brought up more than one time during, like I said, during the Bible study, but also during regular church service when they ask for prayer requests, and it's for the election that's coming up for Supreme Court Justice, and Dan Kelly's name has been coming up. Yay! I'm so happy to hear this. Excellent news. And that, and not only that, another quick point, and then I'll, I'll get off here, is that this Thursday at Brent Franklin School at 6 o'clock, there is a meeting with a school board as far as where they stand on issues. So it's this Thursday, this is Stevens Point, the Ben Franklin School, six o'clock so if anybody can make that meeting is with a school board then they can ask you know ask questions so just let you know that's what's kind of going on but like i said for anybody like i said if they're at church or place like that let people know say what is at stake because this is a very very important position for supreme court amen and so, but like I said, this is what's been going on where I'm going to church in the Bible study. We are praying about it, and we're letting people know what is at stake. And this is what we need to do. We need to be the messengers. Thank you for your citizen reporting. I appreciate it. Keep up the great work. Thanks for the call this morning. Have a great day. I will. Thank you. Thank you. 715-845-2155. Good morning. Welcome to Ooh, turn down your radio. Hi there. Yeah. Good morning. Long-time listener, first-time caller, oh. and i um, very sorry for your loss as well. Oh, thank you. A couple points I'd like to make. Um, first of all, as I'm getting ready for work in the morning, I turn on the TV station, let's see the weather. I got to watch three commercials bashing Dan Kelly. <sighs> I know. There's nothing. There's nothing defending him saying, hey, you know what? I was a public defendant. That was my job. So that's one thing. Um, next thing is, is when Walker lost, um, all these young kids that watch YouTube and, and um, TikTok, you know, they're streaming, they're streaming. They saw commercial after commercial for Evers. They didn't even know who Evers was running against. And that's the problem, too. We're not getting the word out that Dan Kelly is is out there. There's so many people that all they're seeing is the the commercials for, no, I can't even say her name. Yeah, no, no, no Bill or no Jill Janet. Yes, I know. I know. It's 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 horrifying. And, and I, I echo that, too. I know that there was an ad buy for 
uh, Dan Kelly, but that's why, I mean, this is like David versus Goliath. I mean, that's that's the way I'm looking at this race, and that's why we're going to all have to do our part. It's it's possible. We can still win this. I mean, I, I looked at the numbers between the two, can well, between the four candidates, and uh, the we have about... 60, almost 64,000 votes to make up in this spring election. And it's possible, but we're going to all have to do our part. And I was giving someone, I won't say who, uh, a hard time because I know that he voted, but I asked him, how many of your family members voted? And this is someone that should know better. But anyway, I won't say who it is, but I have uh, uh, two, two adult sons and a husband who always who always make I make sure that he votes on election day or otherwise he doesn't get dinner. Just kidding. <laughs> and then I also uh, let my future daughter-in-law know about the election. And I I text him and I am relentless to the family members that don't live with me. And that's what we have to do. We have to make sure. But we can't wait until the day of the election. We can't wait until the day before. We can we we have to start now. Twenty eight days until the yeah. Supreme Court election. Well, hey, what's right. your first name? My name is Corey. Cool. Um, I have a bunch of younger friends, and I try to explain to them, hey, you love your hunting, you love your guns. Yeah. You, This is going out the door if they get in. Yeah, absolutely. This is going out the door. And then, and some of them are like, they're not familiar. I said, if you can't say the name, that's not the one you want to vote for. <laughs> yeah, just... If just... it says pro to say what... <laughs> then you don't right, want it. Right, right. I mean, so. it's pretty easy. Dan Kelly. And, and you know, yep. here, here's the thing that we can't forget, too, and I'm glad that you brought this up about your friends that, that are hunters and that, that care about the Second Amendment. Talking to them once isn't enough. I mean, we have to repeat this over and over and over again because it's in our consciousness because we, well, sadly, I'm thinking about this all the time, but for someone who's not familiar with this these off election years, we have to keep repeating it over and over again. And you know what? Get un- get comfortable with being uncomfortable and repeating it over and over and being kind of annoying to your friends. I mean, we're just going to have to be that way because you're doing, you're looking out for them in the long run. Right. Here's another thing that people can do. I Election morning, I'm sending out a mass text all all my friends, all I'm like, you got to get out there and vote. Amen. We went into the primary. I said, you know, it's either... It, you're you're doing Duro or Kelly, one of the two, and I I I went in blind. Actually, I thought we were going to get to vote for two. I actually thought we were going to be able to vote for two, so I was going in thinking, okay, Duro and Kelly, but I won't say who I voted for. It was one of those two, but uh, yeah, I, I a lot of people I talked to, right, and a lot of people I talked to thought they were going to get to vote for two as well. Well, they didn't realize that they yeah, they thought they were going to be able to vote for two of the three or two of the four, actually. Mm-hmm, yeah. But so, all right, I'm going to let you go. Thank hey, you very much for taking for my call. I appreciate it. You have a great day. It. Yeah, thanks for tuning right. in and call in again, 715-845-2155, if you'd like to join the conversation. Good morning and welcome to Feedback. Good morning, Meg. Uh, this is Marty from Friendship. Hi, Marty. Um, condolences to you. It's never easy losing your parents. I know. Thank you. Uh, um. Maybe you could find out, or maybe Chris knows, um, but I heard uh, your guest today uh, mention it again. He says whenever we pay, uh, we we send a bill to, to Ebers, he vetoes it. Mm-hmm. Well, considering we have control of the legislature, don't we have the ability to override his vetoes? 
N- not be- we don't because we don't have a super majority, unfortunately, in the assembly. If we had, uh, uh, well, and you probably don't want to, you know, you probably don't want to stir up this hornet's nest. But uh, unfortunately, I feel like if if we had been focusing more on g- getting the super majority as right. opposed to a lot of the infighting that went on in this last election, we may have we would have had a supermajority and we would yeah. have been able to pass a lot of legislation without the governor's signature. And unfortunately, well, we, we, that's the that's the consequences of infighting. <laughs> we, we, yeah, we Republicans and conservatives need to get on the same page with all this. Because, I agree. Well, and, uh, or just put Democrats our differences just, aside, you know, I mean, right. Let, let's let's unite around. There's in my mind, there's only one thing that we should be focused on, and that's beating Democrats, because Democrats. we we can't afford to be we can't afford the infighting. <laughs> we just no. don't have the luxury to be able to right. to uh, fight, fight amongst ourselves at this point. We have to be focused on beating the Democrats. Well, Marty, thanks for calling in. It was nice to hear from you. Great show. Yeah, it's always good to listen to you. Thank thanks. you. Have a great day. Seven one five eight four five. 2155 if you'd like to join the conversation i maybe have time for one more call before i go to a break but you know i will say uh, and i'll point this out again the uh, janet protoseawat oh i like that or whatever it was protoseawitch <laughs> um she has been ducking debates i don't know if you've heard this and and you have to ask yourself and it's pretty obvious why she's not she's unwilling to debate dan kelly because she'd be dusted. I mean, D- Dan Kelly is a constitutional conservative, and he, he's already been a justice on the state Supreme Court. That should be enough reason when you talk to your friends. Again, I would just say, hey, reelect Dan Kelly. I mean, that's kind of what, you, what we're doing, is we want him back on the state Supreme Court because we know we, know we can count on him. We know that we can count on him to preserve all of the reforms all of the positive things, all of the positive changes we have seen in the state of Wisconsin in the last 10 years. I got to go to a break. Sorry I missed your calls today. We'll try again for tomorrow. I'll be right back with final thoughts on WSAU Feedback. joining me on WSAU Feedback. I appreciate the calls this morning. Nice to hear from a first-time caller. I appreciate all the calls, obviously, but I hope that uh, you were able to tune in during the the full four hours of programming gold. Still can't say that without cracking a smile. So I want to uh, share that I am part of planning an upcoming event. It's all the way down in Madison. So I don't know if you want to travel to the uh, the uh, horrible conditions known as Dane County, but in a couple weeks, on actually on the 25th of March, uh, Get Involved Wisconsin and the Dane County Republican Party are co-hosting a Why the State Supreme Court Election is So Important. It is very similar to the event that we had here in Wausau, and uh, I am told that uh, Senator Ron Johnson will be making an appearance at that event, which I'm very excited about, but it is again a combined event to get people uh, motivated and involved 
in this upcoming state Supreme Court election. And also, there will be a get-out-the-vote effort following that event that will be held in Dane County. But I'll, uh, I'll remind you as, as the event comes closer and uh, the venue, etc., all the information. Uh, I'm looking forward to it and looking forward to sharing the message with the conservatives in Dane County. So look forward to, uh, to that. I got a boogie. Hope you have a great day. God bless. Talk with you again tomorrow. Yeah.